My children, I love you with an everlasting love. I love you for all the things that I do for you. Worship me. Thank me for what I have done for you. Praise me. Lift me up. Not I be lifted up. I will draw all men after me. If you lift me up, you praise me. You give me the glory. See what I will do for you. See what I'll do for this church. That I will draw men here. Yes. That I will draw people just by my spirit. But you have to worship me. Yes. Lift me up. Praise me. Yes. Give me the glory for what is going to be done. Give me the glory for what has been done. Give me the glory for every need that I supplied for you. Give me the glory for the spirit that you feel in this place today. Love me because I love you with an everlasting love. I love you because I have died for you. I have forgiven your sins. I have leaded you. I've guided you. Just worship me and thank me for what you what I've done. Church, I, I know that in this service today, God has a special plan. Yes. And I know that He is already working, doing His will. Today, I, I want to ask you as your pastor, don't, don't limit God today. Mm -hmm. And just follow God's lead. Yes. You know, so many times it's easy for us to just to go through the, the motions of what service should be, what we feel service should be. Right. I love you so much, Jesus. 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 I
thinking of it. I was laying there trying to fall asleep and I'm singing that in my mind. I woke up this morning and it's still on my mind. And, and I just, I, I feel like we as God's people need to know this. And this song, just let it minister to you. It's, it's an old song. Well, I think my pattern just got there. Oh wait, there it is. It's back on. Let's see if we can make it you know, I, has anybody noticed that there's been hindrances here this morning? Yes. Yes. Push on through. Amen. Okay? Yes. Satan is not going to interfere with God to do it. That's Just listen to the words of this song and worship the Lord as, as they say it.
It's our duty, it's our responsibility to show forth the glory of God. Amen. We have a responsibility to make sure that this world sees Jesus. Amen. Amen. And not just sees the, the love of God that flows through us, but to see the power of God. Yes. To see the glory of God. Yes. To see the majesty yes. of yes. God. Yes. To see God for who he really is. Yes. Not just a God of love, but a God that is powerful Power. and mighty. Yes. and is able to do all things. Yes. Everything yes. that we have need of. Yes. God is able. Yes. There's not a need here today that God can't meet. There's not a sickness. There's not a, 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 a financial need. There's not an emotional hurt that God can't heal. There is nothing that my God can't do. You know, and so many times the world hears Christians talking about God and all that God can do. But yes, sometimes they fail to see what God can do. That's right. Oh. And, and can I tell you with total assurance that in the last days, God is going to show his glory. Yes, yes. Well, about half of you believe that. The rest of you, you just watch and see. Right. Because God is going to let this world know that He is God. There will be no question. There will be no doubt. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. And it will be known that Jesus Christ is Lord. And His glory is going to be seen. And it won't just be seen in the church house. It won't just be seen in his sanctuary. Oh, but just as Jesus walked the dirty, dusty streets, just as he went into areas that were not proper for him to be in. Oh, but he walked into those places and he did a work among the people. That's right. Amen. Yes, Lord. Amen. Thank you. We're going to have to put aside some of our preconceived ideas about how God's going to work. Listen, God knows better than you and I. God has a plan. Yes, He does. And what God wants is for us to join Him in His plan. Not for God to join us in our plan. So many times we. You know, we, we as Christians, we want to say, you know, God, I need you to show up in the service today so that people will see. Well, listen, the people here have already seen. Right. Right. I, I look around here today, right. you're filled with the Holy Ghost. You've seen the miracle working power of God. Yes. You've experienced a financial blessing. Right. You've experienced right. miracles and healings. Right. That's right. Well, you've experienced the way that God will show up in a time of need. Right. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. good. That's right. Do you need to see more? Yes. Or do you believe that He's God? He's God. He's God. He's God. He's God. 
Who is it that really needs to see? The world needs to see Jesus. The world needs to see Jesus. Scripture the Lord put on my heart this morning as I was preparing Psalm 46 and verse 1. And it's a simple verse, but it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Listen, we're in troubling times. All you've got to do is turn on the news, open up a newspaper, or just stand around in a public place and listen to conversations that people are having. You don't have to rely on the media. Just listen to what people are saying. Go to the grocery store. Go to the gas station. I, I saw somewhere the other day where uh, a man was, uh, he, he was spilling up one of those uh, ginormous uh, uh, motor homes. And, and he was just a little bit under $1,000 to fill that up with diesel. <laughs> he was talking about how that just to put gas in this thing or diesel in this thing, it was about, you know, it was more than what some people's mortgages are. Wow. And, and, and if you believe the, 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 the politicians and the media and all of that, it's just going to get worse. And, and, you know, now they're talking about food shortages, and they're talking about, you know, cyber attacks, and all of these things that they're talking about. We're in trouble in times. But listen, huh. Woo! I, I got I to tell you, the Lord began to, to, to lead me this morning. You know, we talk about David in scriptures, and we talk about David being a man after God's own heart. And he was. He was a man after God's own heart. Yeah. And, and the reason I believe that the Lord called David that, that he, he identified David as being a man that was after his own heart, is because David knew how to turn to God. He knew how to call on God. But so many times as Christians we wait until until we're in a, a, a troubling time before we call on him. But see, there was more to David's calling on God than when he was in trouble. Oh yes, David called on him when he was in trouble. But that was not the only time he called on him. David learned that it doesn't matter what my situation is. I need to call on God. I need God in every situation. If I'm on the mountain or if I'm on the valley, I need to call on God. People say, oh, well, Pastor, how, why would I need to call on God when I'm on the mountain? Who do you think put you on the mountain? <laughs> Who do you think ordered your steps so that you were there? When you're on the mountaintop, you ought to lift up holy hands to the Lord and rejoice and thank Him and praise Him for bringing you out of the valley, lifting you out of like the old song says, the old miry clay. He set 
Rocks typically you associate with mountaintops. Oh, David learned that, you know, listen, whether I'm going to face a giant or whether I've just won a victory, I need to, I need to turn to God. I need to rejoice in him. He, he learned, even in the times where David committed horrible sins, the prophet came to David and called him out for it. And David admitted, I have sinned against the Lord. And, and, and the prophet told him of the, the, the judgment that was going to take place because of that. And David stood and took that. And when it was over to the Lord, and said, blessed be the name of the Lord. Listen, whether, whether we're you know, in a position where we're living right and everything's going good, or whether we just stumbled and fell. Oh, if you've fallen, get on your feet and thank God for his forgiveness. Thank See, I listen. 
With God, he's always on time. There is no late with God. God may get there a little early, or he may get there on time, but he'll never be late. He continues on. He said, the heathen raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. In the midst of all of that that's going on, the psalmist says, the Lord of hosts is with us. All of that's happening. The Lord of hosts is with us. Gas prices are the Lord of hosts is with us. There's a food shortage coming. The Lord of hosts is with us. Oh, governments are collapsing. The Lord of hosts is with us. There's war and, and rumors of war. But the Lord of hosts is with us. Oh, evil's rising up on every hand. But the Lord of hosts is with us. Uh, they're, they're talking about famine. 
done and you can already see it on the store shelves. Not that there's famine that's hit yet, but everybody's been panicked by it. And, and the hoarders that don't think that they have enough go out and get more. Don't they realize that that's just a temporary fix? I've had friends of mine that were, that were preppers. I was like, well, what are you prepping for? <laughs> oh, for the coming disaster. So well, how are you going to defend your fort? Oh, well, I got guns. <laughs> okay. And you're one person. <laughs> when, when the hordes come after your food, how are you going to defend that? And, and what are you going to do when, when, the, uh, when the, 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 the bugs start attacking your hordes of food? Yeah. What, what are you going to do when, <laughs> when the rains come and, and things begin to mold and things begin to decay? Oh, I've got them protected. You really think so? Listen, I'm not going to put my hope in, in things here, but I'm going to trust in Jehovah God. I'm going to trust in the almighty God that is for us. and know that I am God. Amen. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Listen, I said that there is, there, there is coming a day when every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. And, and, and before that time comes, he's going to show himself mighty. And, and he is going to, to prove who he is. And his name is going to be exalted. Oh, there'll be some that will still fight against him. Oh, but this world is going to see Jesus. Yes. And I don't want to be standing on the sidelines. I want to be right in the midst of where it's being poured out. I want to be a vessel that's in God's hands saying, And the psalmist ends this, this passage here by saying, The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Listen, if God be for us, who can be against us? Who can stand against the Lord God Almighty? Who can come against the, the, the church of God? His his uh his bride to be, if you will. There's nobody that's going to come against his bride. If me being an earthly man is willing to give up his life for his bride, how much more will Christ protect his bride? We have a, a total reassurance that God is for us and that God is going to show up in the midst of troubling times 
and his glory is going to be uh, uh, highlighted. Amen. Not man's glory. No. No. We're not going to get glory in it. Mm -hmm. no. and, and, you know, people are drawn to, to, to people that, that, uh, that God uses. Yes. That's true. Uh, you know, I mean, I, 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 I still laugh about it. And I know that he laughs about it also. And that's Brother Grimsley and, and men like Brother Lee Stone King and these ones that, that God, you know, there's healings, there's deliverance, there's things that happen in their ministry frequently, very frequently. Angelic visitations, great and mighty things that happen, you know, that these guys use, they're, they're used of God. But listen, they don't get any glory from that. Brother Cruz, if I handed you a hundred dollar bill and asked you to go give it to, you know, to uh, Brother Dennis, would you get any glory from that? No. All you're doing is just delivering what, what I gave you. It didn't come out of your pocket and it's not going into your hand. You're just a messenger. You're just delivering. It's the same with any of us right. as God uses us. Yes. Listen, I, I don't have the gift to give. No. All I do is just let God use me so That's that somebody right. else can receive it. I don't know why I went down that path, but I just felt like that was very important because people are, they, they, they tend to be drawn to the miraculous, which is which is natural. That's what God does. That's He begins to show His glory through the miraculous, through things that man can't do, through things that are beyond the natural occurrence. When, 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 you know, when God does a miracle and instantly the the bones begin. Creaking and, and cracking and, and making popping noises because they're stretching and limbs are growing out. That's beyond the natural. That doesn't normally happen. You know, I mean, I, I haven't been in the hospital and, and, you know, someone laying in the bed and all of a sudden an, ampu uh, uh, an amputee has a new limb that just sprouts and begins to grow. But you know what? God does those things. That's the thing. When people see that, they're going, wait a minute. I, I need to understand this. I want to be around this. This is something special. That's God showing his glory. He's revealing who he is. And God wants to reveal his glory through the church. Through his people. Through you. But pastor, I'm just an ordinary saint of God. Yes, with an extraordinary, supernatural God that resides within you through the gift of the Holy Spirit. We as children of God understand who we are. Not because of ourselves, because I'm nothing. You're nothing on your own. Jesus. Oh, but when the Holy Ghost comes, yeah. when, when we're filled with His Spirit, yes. when we're blood bought, yes. oh, we become something. Yes. We are a vessel of the glory of God. Amen. 
Yes. This, I can promise you, this cup will never hold anything stronger than coffee. <laughs> but this cup, whoo, this cup houses the strongest, the greatest, the most powerful that there is. That cup. And that cup, and that cup, and that cup is filled with the glory of the presence of God. When you walk into a room, whether it's at your home, it's at a church, it's at a place of business, whether it's at work, whether you're visiting someone at the hospital, no matter where it is, when you walk in to the Dollar General store, or, or, or the Publix, or the Winn-Dixie. No matter where it is, when you walk into that place, all the people that are there have the potential to be exposed to the unreal glory of God. See, that's, David, David understood the fact that, that listen, I, I don't have to fear because I know God's with me. If David could understand that God was with him, but yet he didn't have the Holy Ghost. He wasn't in him. He didn't carry him around with him wherever he went. Oh, he never got out of the presence of God because God's everywhere. But he was not a vessel carrying the presence of God. And, and David could only do great and mighty things yeah. when the Spirit of God moved on him. Oh, I, listen, I, I, I know, I, I know, and I, I'm not going to make this a point of contention. I know that so many people say, oh, well, you know, David had, had spent all that time practicing with the sling. And I believe he did. But you know what? I don't believe that, you know, that David was, uh, you know, was a, a, a you know, a, a Navy SEAL with a slingshot. <laughs> I don't believe he was an Army Ranger with a slingshot. I don't believe he was a, a, a secret member of the Green Beret. Okay. He was an ordinary shepherd boy. And he spent some time practicing with that thing. But unless the hand of God had not been upon him, unless God had not ordered his steps and, and guided that rock, you know what? That lion probably would have got cheap. That bear would have walked away with them. And that giant would have come and killed him. Oh, but because of God. God showed his glory. You know, I mean, you, you got to think about that for a minute. The, the story of David and Goliath, that account is so powerful. You had mighty men of valor that were standing there hiding. They're hiding behind rocks. They're, they're shaking. They're not willing to go out and fight this man for all of the rewards that the king had offered. And they're, they're equipped. 
They're, they're trained. They've proven themselves in battle. They've been in battles and they're still alive. That says something. If you're no good at battle, you generally die in battle. But these men, they, they would not go out and fight. But here's this young boy, a shepherd, no armor, no weapons to speak of, just a slingshot and some stones. And he said, listen, it's, it's, this is not about me. I'm not doing this for glory or honor, but I can't stand the fact that this heathen over here this, this Philistine has defied the Lord God of Israel. Yes, he, he's, he's making y'all look silly, and he's making God look silly. He's, he's trying to talk bad about my God. Right. And I know better. I know that my God is greater. Yes. Right. And I'm not going to allow the enemy to, to stand there and make fun of what God can do. Amen. And so God... You don't have to use me because nobody else will do it. Mm -hmm. right. And so that's why he walked out on that battlefield. And he said, you come to me with a, a sword and a shield, but I come to you in the name yes. of the Lord. Oh, you know, God's been talking to me some and, and just kind of uh, teaching me some things about what it means to call on the name of Jesus. Right. You know, yeah. whatsoever we do in word or deed, do it all in the name of Jesus. Some people take that as a, a magic bullet. I can pray for a new car and say in Jesus' name, and, and it's going to happen. Okay. Hey. Strengthen your faith. And, and, then, and then they want to doubt when they say, well, you know, I have faith for that. I did it. It didn't happen. Okay. It's not just a magic bullet right. of saying in Jesus' name. Right. What that really means is that what you're doing and what's happening here is I'm doing this so that the name of Jesus will be exalted. That's right. There's glory that's going to come to God because of this event that's yeah. about to take place. Yeah. God's kingdom is going to be lifted up because what's about to take place. Yeah. When, when God does a, a healing in one of our services, God's name is exalted. His kingdom is exalted. And you know what? There's times where God gives that new car in certain circumstances because it does exalt his name. That's right. Amen. People, you know, they, they, they want to, well, you know, your faith must have been weak. No, no, it's it's not a matter necessarily of your faith being weak. It's Is it bringing glory to his name or is it just for your own glory because you want a new car? That's right. And listen, I'm not against new cars. I pray that every one of you get one if you want one. Good luck finding them. Go for But see, it's all about God's glory. And God wants to use us to reveal his glory. Yes. Amen. 
See, and Acts 1 and 8 says, but that after the, the Holy Ghost come out, will be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. That's why we see the disciples in the New Testament church going out from Jerusalem doing great things, going out declaring the kingdom of God and showing the glory of God. They didn't do it for their own personal gain. They didn't do it so people would look at them and say, wow, man, he's something. Or, or you know, this one over here, wow, they're, they're a great person for God. No, no, they went out simply so that Jesus' name would be lifted up. Amen. They went out and did this so people would realize, hey, you know that man that they crucified? He really was God. That's right. Look at what he's look at what's happening just because of his name. Yeah. His kingdom. He's he's he was killed on a cross, mm -hmm. and on the third day he rose again, ascended into heaven, and he's still at work. Yeah. He can't be dead because he's still working. Yeah. Amen. I want to share something with you. I just feel like God wants me to share this, so I will. How many of you know uh, Sister Flo Shaw? She's the director of the World Network of Prayer for the um, United Pentecostal Church. She's she's over there. She wrote a, a short article, and I just want to read it to you. Um, title of it is One God, Jesus' Name, Authority, and Dominion, Power. Good title, huh? <laughs> kind of catches you right there. Everything the early church did revolved around the name of Jesus. The, J the name of Jesus is not effective among us until we proclaim it and use it. There's power in proclaiming and demonstrating in the revelation of the name of Jesus and of the one true God. Knowing one God and the identity of Christ helps us to realize who we are in Christ. We cannot truly realize who we are until we realize who he is and who he is in us and through us. The name of Jesus is the highest name. Jesus has all power, and as believers, we have access to that authority and power through his name, his word, and sonship in his kingdom. All are subject to his name, according to Philippians chapter 2, and with such authority and power, we can defeat satanic forces, which will result in great salvation, deliverance, and restoration. The miraculous and the glory of God will manifest as the sovereign dominion of God prevails in the midst of the church and a destitute humanity. As we submit ourselves under God's authority and ordained biblical authority, then as sons of God, we have access to his delegated authority. 
To have authority, one must be under authority. There's power in that. You got to think about that. Mm -hmm. If you're going to have authority in the Holy Ghost, you have to be under the authority of the Holy Ghost. Yes. I can't get up into this pulpit and and preach. Thus saith Mark Jones. I can't get up here and preach whatever I want to preach and expect God to show up and do anything. But if I'll submit myself to his authority and I follow the leading of God, then I can expect to see the power of God move. And I can tell you, as a, as a, a, a preacher of God, Preacher of the Word of God. I refuse to get up into the pulpit, whether it's on a, a Sunday morning, a Tuesday night, uh, at any time. I refuse to get up here and preach something that I have not received from God. Amen. There, there have been times that I've gotten into the pulpit and God has not given me a message. God has not put a scripture in my heart. There's not been a word to the church. There's not been anything. There's been times, not only here in Hiawassee, there's been times where I've preached out where there was no word that God had. He, he, he required me just to trust him. You talk about nerve-wracking? <laughs> Listen, God, at least give me a scripture or a mark. Nope. Oh, but can I tell you that through those times, I have learned I don't need notes. I need Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, today I, I, I got up here and I, I have some notes. I, I have some things that I... You know, I thought, but I said, God, more than anything, I need you to show up here today. Amen. And so, uh, you know, as that song sang that we, uh, or the song that we sang this morning talked about us surrendering it all to him. That's what we have to do is say, God, I surrender myself to you. When I get up in the morning, I need to say, God, I, I surrender this day to you. Yes. It's yours. Yes. You do what you want, and somehow I'll, I'll fit the rest of my stuff into that schedule. I, I'm not going to, to schedule everything for myself, and, and then I'll, I'll fit you in in the free time. Because I can promise you, Satan will make sure you don't have any free time. There'll be tires that blow out, and there'll be refrigerators that break, and there'll be this problem and that problem, and the meeting will run long. And you know you're you're you you'll get a call from the school that your kid's sick and you got to go pick them up. Something will happen. Mm -hmm. Anybody ever been there? Yeah. That's why from the very beginning you just say, God, this is your day. I surrender to you. And so I I know you'll help me to accomplish what I need to accomplish. But let me first and foremost accomplish what you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I can I can tell you that I have learned that in trusting God and letting God just 
you know, whether whether he gives me a sermon or whether he doesn't give me a sermon, God won't ever fail me. Some of the best uh, messages that I've ever preached have been ones where I would have a, a, a scripture and maybe one thought. And I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be a short one tonight. <laughs> and some of y'all be so fooled. <laughs> I, I, I laugh about it because I think, you know, if anybody ever got a hold of my sermon notes, they would be like, man, I, and they may think the same thing, but they'd be like, I, I hate to hear him preach. You don't have any notes. They didn't have anything to say. Why don't? I'm just a messenger. Right. God's got a lot that He wants to say to the church. And if we'll be open to Him, He'll say. Right, let, me, let me finish this real quick. Um, authority, which is granted, uh, or uh, I'm sorry, to have authority, one must be under authority. <clears throat> Jesus gave us His authority to trample upon the enemy. And there's several scriptures that talk about that. But however, authority which is granted or imparted, but not used, it's really not possessed. And ultimately, if it's left, it's like possess, possessing no authority at all. If you have authority and you don't use it, why do you have? And if it's left idle, you just assume not, or, or you might as well not have any at all. Mm -hmm. it, uh, the example that she gave here said it's, uh, uh, it's like a judge sitting in a courtroom has influence, but a judge who is mandating a legal sentence to a guilty criminal is exercising authority. Right? If they're if they're doing what's right. To someone that's been, you know, or the, the right sentence, they've been deemed guilty, he's using his authority. As Christians, we may have some influence in this world, but if we are not using the authority that Jesus gave us, then we do not have authority at all. Inactive authority is no authority. Think about that. Inactive authority is no authority. If we have the power of God within us and we never use it, do we really have any power? The purpose of operating in God's designated authority is to allow the kingdom of God to be manifest upon this earth. This activated or sanctioned authority then may be exercised by speaking his word in the name of Jesus that would release his authority to accomplish his divine will. Amen. As we pray and speak in Christ's stead, then this exercised authority or this divine consent given to act transform into dominion power, divine ability to act that is discharged and manifested with the purpose to help establish and further advance the kingdom of God in this world. That's the purpose. 
Why, why do we, you know, why do we pray and say, Lord, we want to see signs and wonders and miracles? Is it just for entertainment purposes? No. Is it just because it, it makes us feel good to see that? Is it because we, we love people and, and we want to see them healed? Yeah. Yes, we do. But ultimately, it's to bring glory to God. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. more than just a matter of, hey, I want to see that happen. That would be good for somebody. Yeah. No, that will be good for God. Yeah. That will be good for God's kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, just being good for that person, that's a good, that's a good goal. That's that's you know a good reason. Yeah. But God wants glory. Yes. Amen. God right. wants people to understand that He is the great yes. physician. Yes. That He is the healer. Yes. That He is the one that can cause limbs that aren't there to appear. Yes. That can cause legs to grow out. Yes. That can cause cancers to, to fall off. That right. can cause cancers to shrivel up and disappear. Yes, that can cause chest pains and heart yes, problems yes. that have begun to manifest themselves yes. to disappear yes. as they're in, yes. the, in the hospital. Yes. It's that same God that can cause the blind eyes to open and the deaf ears to unstop yes. and the, the lame to walk. Yes, amen. It's that same God, and that brings glory to Him. As the church exercises authority and dominion power, then God's word will be confirmed with signs following. As believers endeavor to fulfill the Great Commission in order to reach a mass harvest, God indeed will empower us to obtain triumphant victory. Does anyone here believe that? Yes. As this harvest is happening, God is, is empowering each one of us to, to have that power work through us yes. to that goal. Yes. If you are spirit people, realize who is inside of you. If you've received the Holy Ghost, realize that you have God inside of you. Realize that that all-powerful God dwells within you. And that power works through you. Amen. Christ is in you. So be confident knowing that one God, Jesus' name, authority, and dominion power is available to work in his kingdom and for his glory. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 Now I, I know that it's eleven thirty-five. Mm -hmm. All right. We, we we should be wrapping it up, <laughs> brother Carlos. <laughs> we should be doing. But you know what? I I would be remiss in preaching this if I didn't allow God the opportunity yes. to demonstrate this. Yes, Lord. Amen. 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 So let's start right now. We've got the power of God. Let me ask you this. How many of you here today 
are spirit filled. You've received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There's enough power in this room right here to absolutely set South Lake County on its head. Yeah. To turn it upside down. Yeah. There's not a sickness in this in, in, in all of this area that could not be healed. Right, right. There's not a there's not a need that could not be met just with the power that's right here in this room. Now, if you have that spirit in you, then I want us to do something. I want you to stand with me right now. Because I do something every night with this phone. You know what it is? I plug it up. <laughs> because I use it during the day. And the battery starts to run down. And I don't ever want, well, I shouldn't say that. There's times I would like to get battery. <laughs> but I, 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 I want to be able to use this phone. And so I make sure that that battery is charged. And so every night I'll plug it up and leave it there on charge overnight. So that in the morning when I get it, it's ready to go. The next day, all day, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> hey listen that's alright <laughs> don't feel bad about that um, but uh, you know I, I plug it up and that's what I want us to do right now I want us to take a moment and let's all be renewed in the Holy Ghost let's, let's take a moment let's just lift our hands begin to worship God and as the Spirit of God begins to, to move on you, begin to speak in tongues. Begin to let the Holy Ghost flow through you once again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, renew us, God, in the Holy Ghost right now. Renew us, God, in the power and the strength of your Spirit right now, God. into this place. Begin to look around. See someone that's around you. Just begin to just begin to pray. Just go ahead and begin to pray and as God begins to lead you, pray for them. Begin to begin to let God direct your prayers. 
If, if you feel wet in the spirit to go and pray with someone, do it. Let, let God order your steps right. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, Lord, we're asking you right now, Lord, God, to let that miracle work of the Holy Ghost be released in this place, God. Lord, that your name will be lifted up, God. Lord, that we can see your glory once again, God. Lord, to give us, God, the understanding, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah.